Tiptoes. This is I'm the host of Tonio Time Daily Podcast, and I, my special guest today is Nicole Odom Hartnett. Correct. Yay! Uh, she is currently the president slash CEO of a company that assists persons struggling with addiction. She has been an entrepreneur for ten years. Now she is looking to expand her avenues and add public speaking to her resume. She's also a published author. Thank you for coming to the show. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate you reaching out. Yes, I'm glad we're connected. Uh, Number one, how difficult can dealing with a blended family be? Oh my gosh. (laughs) You know, I I don't know what um, everyone else's situation has been. I can only speak for myself. Um, It it was more than I expected. Let's say that. Um, It it started out um, pretty smooth and then it got rocky very fast. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so we have um, teenagers. Um, my youngest, when we uh, got together, my youngest was eight. And the oldest of our blended family was that actually lived in the household for a, a bit of a time um, was just going to college. The oldest girl was. Uh, when we got in the house together, she spent one night in the house and then the next day she went to college, but then she came back. (laughs) And the personalities, um, let's say somewhat uh, collided, um, not on really on my end, I'm, Fairly easy going, um, but just say I, I had two boys. So let's let's start there. Um, I have two boys of my own, two biological children. Um, m- my husband has five children, three girls and two boys. Um, his boys are older, so they never lived in the household. They were on the outside of the house, so they were um, older than the rest of the children. Um, but the girls, um, of course, they were, I guess they felt like they were cheating on their mother. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they, you know, if they liked me too much, they felt like they were cheating on her. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's how right. we looked at it um, on the back end now as looking um, back at it. Um, I think the hardest personality or hardest nut to crack was the oldest daughter. Um, But she never lived in the house with me for the longest period of time. She's the one that gave me the hardest time. So even though she went away to school, um, she had to come back because of a, a, a situation um, with grades and, you know, trying to fit in and, and things. So she transferred to a school that was closer. So with that being said, 
um, she had to come into the home and stay for a moment. And then she stayed with the mom for a moment and then she got her own apartment. And so we had to see each other. And so she had to come into the house and it was a, it was a moment of disrespect where she would come to my house and not speak. And, you know, I'm a Southern girl, you know, I, I don't get down like that. <laughs> you know, so it, it caused some tension between myself and my husband and with the new marriage and then all these different personalities and everything, you know, it, it was very tough. It was extremely tough with, you know, really getting to know this person that I'm married to, then these kids and all their personalities and the kids didn't have a problem with each other. So that was a great thing. Um, their personalities meshed very well. It was just everything else was, I'm not going to say it was really a whirlwind. It was really just a major struggle. You know, I, I'm a strong personality to deal with as it is, but, you know, I, I try to be as empathetic as possible because these kids live in a house with a mother and father all their life. So, you know, I try to be understanding of that. Now they're going through a situation of divorce. I've never been through that, but I've always heard about kids going through that. So I, I tried to be understanding as possible to what they were going through. Um, and then having this woman come in and now she's with their father and they were daddy's girls. And so he spent a lot of time with them. He was the one, he was like mommy and daddy, to be honest with you. He took them to dance recitals, took him to the movies, took him to dinner. Um, it was him and his girls. And so now this woman is coming in and she's taking up daddy's time. So I really had to be patient with the situation. So I learned patience at that time. Um, and it, it took me a while as old as I was then to learn patience in a whole nother way. Um, so it, it was like, a, me learning things while going through a situation. So it, it was really an eye opening experience. It was, it took a couple of years for our family to really get on track, um, and be, uh, as my book says, blended to perfection. That's why the book is called blended to perfection because it took a minute for everything to really even out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Cause I have that dynamic. My own family came to my cousins cause they're my uncle and aunt. They split up maritally speaking and then they had to get used to daddy's girlfriend who eventually became um, another mom to them. And I remember being at the wedding, even though my cousin participated at the wedding, so it took some time to adjust to, oh, my dad's happy with this other woman. 
So I remember right. that quite well. Right. Right. I mean, it, it's it's tough for, you know, teenagers, especially to deal with another personality. Um, I can imagine it's a little easier when you have younger kids um, for them to deal with that type of uh, blended situation. But when teenagers, you know, they are already used to, you know, mom and dad and how mom and dad do things in their household. Now they have this other person coming into play and, you know, the way he or she does things. And, you know, like I'm a stickler, don't leave dishes in my sink. <laughs> when you leave that kitchen, those dishes better do something. They better be clean. They better be in a dishwasher. They better be put away. There's something needs to be done with that spoon or that fork that they just better not be in that sink when you depart that kitchen. I love um, this. <laughs> so that was a pet peeve of mine. When your feet hit that floor, your bed needs to be made. Don't leave that room and your bed's not made. You know, so those type of things that I grew up on and I walk past your room and that bed's not made, oh, we're going to have a problem. It just gives, it just freaks me out. So those things, if you're, you know, 14 or 15 and you've never had to do that before and now all of a sudden this woman is like oh don't you leave that in my sink or oh don't you better make that bed it's it's like something totally different it's like culture shock so you know those things you have to get used to now it's a whole different way of life and they're like oh my god what the fuck is going on <laughs> Yeah, so they're like, oh my goodness, this lady is crazy. <laughs> and, you know, um, so it took them a while to get used to me. Now, the youngest daughter, um, she was comfortable with me the, the fastest. Mm. Um, she, it, she warmed up to me a lot quicker. The middle daughter, um, she's always been a, I, I don't want to say a go along, get along, but she's, either way, she's good to go. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm just going to do whatever. We all going to get along. We all okay. Um, so, you know, everything was good. If, you know, if you let me do whatever, we good. If you don't, then mm, I don't know. <laughs> so, but, you know, we've all, we've had some real fun together in this family. I enjoy my family. I can honestly say that now. I really enjoy my family. I wouldn't want to have it any other way. I enjoy my life. Um, now we have a big family. Our holidays are amazing especially christmas um, we all usually get together on christmas i love you know our christmas breakfasts together um i just enjoy what we have but it took, it took a moment to get here it took a moment and there were some touch and go moments honestly with my husband and myself like i didn't think that we were really going to make it and it was because of, you know, these various personalities. 
Yeah, I, I really didn't think so. Because human beings, we hate change naturally mm -hmm. and we like our routine. Right. If I have to get up at seven, I don't want to have to get up at five. But I'm glad that y'all had a truly happy ending. Uh, number two, these are all tough questions, but you're okay with them. So here we go. What happens if the biological mom and the stepmom don't like each other? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So um, honestly, that was our situation. <laughs> My God. I'm laughing with y'all, not at y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so it wasn't that I didn't like her. I don't have a problem with anyone because um, I, I was married before. Um, mm. And bef before my marriage, um, I, I had a, a son early on. And then when I got married, I had another son. Um, and my husband, he had uh, his two older boys and then he had his girls with his um, ex-wife. Now, his sons, the mother of his son's uh, children and I, when we met, we hit it off. We actually met, I think at a, I don't know if it was a graduation party for one of his sons or a birthday party. And the decorations, we got there a little early, the decor decorations weren't finished. And I immediately jumped in and started helping. We hit it off. Everything was a-okay. No problems there. Mm -hmm. Now, with the ex-wife, we have not had or ever had a woman-to-woman -woman conversation. Never? Um, never. Um, and we've been married... We've been together for 11 years. We've been married for, this is our, coming up on our eighth year anniversary. Um, we've had wow. several graduations, both high school and college, <laughs> that we have attended the parties for. <laughs> we've had one go off to, um, she studied abroad. <laughs> we went to the airport to see her off. We spoke, um, so we spoke um, cordially at those events, um, but never a woman-to-woman -woman conversation. And her, and her children, when they divorced, the girls lived with us. Um, so I've been responsible for making sure that the children eat, they have a clean place to stay, a roof over their head, um, those type of things. So you would think that there would be some sort of communication at some time. Um, but the first time we met, <laughs> and the, the middle daughter had a fashion show um, and she, and she the daughter invited me to the fashion show because I used to model some years back. And so she invited me to the fashion show and her mother was there and the thing that she said actually to um at that time he we were dating 
um, to, to him is, what is she doing here? And I'm like, I hope she's not talking. I'm just not going to answer this. I'll let him handle that. <laughs> Those aren't fighting words. I hope yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I, his, the youngest daughter was with her. And I'm like, if I answer this, this relationship will not go any further. Southern girl streak will yeah be at its highest point. Go ahead. I'm like, I'm not gonna answer this question. I'll I'll just, you know, I just won't say anything. I'll let him do that. And then he responded and and that was it. The so yeah, I definitely had the woosah because there were some things that were running through my head. And I'm like, if I say something, I will lose all respect for the daughter will lose all respect for me. Um, he would probably lose all respect for me. <laughs> I would probably tear through this motherfucker like who did it and what the fuck for. <laughs> and it, would, it would be a major problem in here. I said, so I'm just going to ignore her. And just let it be. And that's exactly what I did. And it worked out well because we're still together today. Yeah. They always keep each other by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to show off in here. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I just saw it going very bad. And this little girl losing all respect for me um, because this is her mom. And I did not want to do that. I, I just saw it going very bad real quick. Mm -hmm. So you yeah. had to diffuse yourself. Like I did. I had to step outside of myself in that moment because all these things were running through my head of how to respond to her just like that. It was just clicking. It was clicking. I was like, oh, I'm like, you are not answering this bitch fast enough for me. I'm like, come on, you need to go, go. Cause it's, it's like right here, right on the tip of this tongue, like right here. And it, it came out. I was like, oh, thank you. I was like, thank you, Jesus, that he said something like when he did, because usually I don't like let stuff like that slide. I can't. Because I used to be quick with it. I'd be on it. Somebody say something, I'd be on it. <laughs> Sister, girl. Uh -huh. Especially when you do the snap, like, mm -hmm. I <laughs> Wait. Yes. So that was the, that was the, like, closest we had ever, like, really been, but so when him and I started living together, um, she would tell the daughters like all this type of stuff. We were shacking up and we were doing all this, you know, all these negative things. She would speak all this negative stuff into her daughters and, you know, and of course they, they would, you know, that's their mom. They would believe that, that type of thing. So that's the type of person she was. Now she's supposed to be a Christian. Um, you know, church, holy, you know. Yeah. Um, that's 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 so that's the type of things that 
I was going through. And that's how why I had so many issues with the oldest daughter because she was close to her mom. You know, she believed in her mom. She listened to her mom. And that's what children do. So I can't fault the, the child for that. That's her mother. She listened to her mother. She believed in her mother. Um, so that's how that worked. Wow. So, yeah, that's why. So she was... I. I you know, kind of brainwashed, if you if you would, yeah. that that I was the type of person that I stole her dad because they were married, but they lived in the same house. She, the mother lived downstairs. He lived upstairs, mm-hmm. and they did that for several years before I even came into play. He was dating other people before I even came on the scene. I just happened to be the one that he decided to leave. That is... So I'm like, you're not showing your daughters... You're not showing your daughters anything. They, you know, they see you argue. They don't see any love and affection in that home. You know, I don't believe in that type of thing. You know, you show your your children more when you're apart and you two can communicate, you know, civilly apart more so than you in the same home with someone and you're arguing and shouting and screaming at each other and being very disrespectful to each other. That's not what you should show your children. And then they grow up and they emulate that type of behavior with whatever partner that they have. I've heard my whole life that grown folk business should be kept from kids, but not all of them value that. Right. It's like, but let children be children. The, the freedom of not paying bills. Yay! Don't mm-hmm. worry about bills. 2030 is down the line. Sky blue and yay ice cream and boys and girls and cooties. That's great. But then I gotta go, oh my god, mommy and daddy. Okay, who's gonna out insult the other one? Let's keep score. You go, that's right. fucked up. Exactly. Right. Okay. We're daddy's taking us out to dinner and we're leaving mommy home like she's the pet. Like that that's not wow. Yeah, that's so that's what the type of things that were happening. And I'm like, that's not how you do things. What why they bring what is up with this Jerry Springer mentality? <laughs> <laughs> Right, but there's so many families that do. There's so many families that that do this and think that it's okay, and you know. So it definitely wasn't a financial thing, you know, not for him anyway. Maybe for her, but but as women, we allow people to do this to us, and you know, come on, you're better than that as a woman. Mm-hmm. You you shouldn't be allowed to be allow someone to treat you that way. So, I mean, we as women have to you know think more of ourselves. Um, if the, if your relationship is not is not beneficial or uh, satisfactory or giving you any type of anything, then you should have enough confidence or sense or whatever to walk away. Yes, distance is logical. 
his go ahead (laughs) right but we 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 stay and you know we punish ourselves um when we don't have to i mean it's so much more gratification sometimes in being by yourself than you being with this person that doesn't respect you um in any kind of way that leads me to number three. Ooh, you really like the tough questions, but you're that you're that mature. <laughs> um, what do you do if the biological mom talks about the step mom? <laughs> well, I already told you she called me a shacker. Um, I, you know, I don't even know what else she's probably called me. Who knows? Um, Again, I'm laughing with you, not at you. I don't care about being talked about. I'm secure in myself. Um, I don't worry about what people think or say about me. Like, I'm not on... Um, I am on Facebook, but I, I don't know. I don't even know the last time I've looked at my profile or anything on Facebook, but I'm not on like Instagram or any of those things. So like, I'm not one of those people that need likes. Um, I'm secure in myself. I don't need anybody like me. Um, I don't need anybody to give me compliments. I mean, it's nice to get compliments. I appreciate all of them, but um I'm good within me. Um, You know, I I love myself. Um, Yeah, so they call me (laughs) whatever. (laughs) I know the truth. I know what goes on inside of my house. Um, My kids, um, all of them, biological and and not, um, I love all of them. And I know that you know, all of them love me in their own way. Um, and I do anything for them. So that's that's all that matters to me. And I noticed the women, some of them, they tend to use like the word shacker as a way of sex shaming the woman or I hope you're not offended by slut shaming. Was that offensive? No, I don't okay. get. I don't get offended. <laughs> okay. Because that yeah. that they tend to use those words to devalue your womanhood, your personhood. Mm-hmm. So I had to point that out because that is a problem. Yeah, it it is. But you know, um, he here's my my take on that when you have a um i can't say i'm not gonna say a mission when or if i decide to live with someone or i'm in a relationship with someone um if i go to that far to live with them um it's like i have an end goal in mind typically and in Mm -hmm. this case it was we we knew where we wanted to be right right we knew our end goal was going to be marriage because we had talked about that before we lived together 
sensible right <clears throat> so you know people on the outside they said oh um you're living together already or oh you got married you're getting married so soon but no one knew how long we had dated or True. you know how how long we had known each other because we actually met each other like what 20 years ago but we never said anything to each other my oldest son went to his one of his child care centers mm-hmm. we never said anything to each other you know as far as you know dating wise or anything like that um so we knew of each other so when we actually met again uh, i was like hey he looked familiar and so we figured out where we knew each other from right at that time um so when we talked he asked me um where what like what kind of goal or where did I see this going or something like that and I told him you know I I just want to take it nice and slow um I don't have anything in mind like I wasn't when we first started talking like my goal wasn't marriage I just wanted to get to know him that's smart was um, to yeah, because, you know, I didn't know if he was going to be marriage material. He was already married. He was already in something. And I needed to see, were you telling me the truth <laughs> about what was going on? You said you were separated. You're separated living in the same house. So I needed to know what the heck the deal was with that. What are the dynamics? Yeah. 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 Um, so I was listening very carefully. I wanted to know what the fuck was going on. How are you separated? <laughs> Living in the same goddamn house with this woman. <laughs> you got kids in the house. You say you live upstairs. She lived downstairs. So I when we had work. <laughs> yeah, when we're talking, I'm waiting to see if you're gonna be putting the phone down, if somebody's gonna be busting in your room, is she gonna say move over? Like, I wanna know what's going on. <laughs> You know, so I'm listening very carefully because I think that's the problem with us women. We don't listen. We want to hear what we want to hear because we like people so much. Mm. You know, I was already at that time, you know, pushing 40 something. So I'm like, I don't have time for games. So I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, you can be my husband. Mm -mm. No, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) You know, so. I just need to listen. I'm going to take it slow. So I, he asked me, what were my expectations? That's what it was. And I said, I have no, absolutely no expectations because yeah. I'm in no rush. I'm like, I've been married, been there, done that. That was shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so, you know, we were able to take it slow. We had excellent communication. And that's one thing that we, we, we still have our communication. We can talk about each other's kids. Um, so that, that was a plus. And I think that's what really saved um, our marriage. You know, we have been open and honest about each other's children. Um, and that's a hard thing to talk about is someone else's child. 
He is sensitive layers. It is very sensitive to talk about someone else's child to them. Um, He has helped me um, with raising my boys. My youngest, um, when he met my youngest, I think he was seven going on eight. I'm going to say that's his father. that uh, he has been very instrumental in my youngest son's life. Um, I would say without my husband in his life, um, I don't know if he would be where he is today. He is in his uh, freshman year of Mm -hmm. college. Um, his GPA in college is a, a 3.0. In high school was a 3.9. Um, he he's on the basketball team um, at school at college, in college. Um, he's just an all around great kid. No trouble or anything. I wish I could have met him earlier um, to have helped me with my oldest son. <laughs> oh boy he has been a doozy <laughs> I love him dearly <laughs> I love him dearly um but yeah our our family is just awesome well speaking of family number four mm-hmm. when should you introduce the children to the person you are dating I'm having fun with this. <laughs> um, when I, you know, I don't know if there's an exact timeline, but I think you should know the person first for sure. You should feel comfortable with them first. When you think that you are comfortable with them. You have talked about where you are going to take this relationship and both of you on the same page of where you want to see your relationship go. If you want to enter into a serious relationship and you've talked that out, um, then you should start talking about entertaining, you know, kid introduction and things like that. But you need to be on the same page about a relationship. If it's just going to be a booty call and, you know, some midnight flings and things like that, then you need not bother. Um, but, you know, a lot of people, they, they play so many games yeah. nowadays. And, you know, I hear about it with, you know, my some friends and and when I'm in the salon and think, the things that they go through and, you know, women, now I'm not just saying men, these women play a lot of games too. They're not honest. And I'm like, right. if all you want is some ass, just say that. It's a lot of women <laughs> out here that will just give you some ass. It's a whole, whole lot of them. You have no idea how many women that just want some sex. It's a lot of them. So you don't have to lie about it. You know, so 
I, 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 I agree with you. But keep going. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. So, but I mean, it's a lot of people out here that want relationships too. But, you know, people play right. a lot of a lot of games and then, you know, people end up getting hurt and then they they are scorned and for the next person. And, it, and that's not good either. It's just people just need to be a little more honest with what they really want. But when you know somebody has kids, you should not involve those put their kids it just makes for a messy situation then you get you know little Bobby mixed up in the situation right. and they like somebody and then it's it's no longer I can understand if you know you with somebody and it just doesn't work after maybe a year or two then that and that is what it is but if you meeting somebody and then he all he wanted to do was sleep with you and then you didn't introduce your kids to him after three months that that's a messed up thing to do right so, i mean yeah you know as you know as men and old women you you have to be careful when you start introducing kids because kids start to see all these you know men or women or whatever and you have to be really careful about that yeah, I'm I'm really glad you were raw in your honesty. Now I'm enjoying you in this raw honesty. If you wanna fuck, just say you wanna fuck. If right. you want serious, say hey, we're gonna put this shit on lock, damn it. <laughs> I mean like with a lot of these games, it's just why be an asshole if you don't have to? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you gotta let people Make their own decision. I mean, if you all grown up, then hey, you know, if you tell somebody that all you want, hey, I don't want to come in a relationship right now because X, Y, Z, and somebody gets pissed off, okay, then keep it moving. So the next person will, okay. Hey, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. maybe the third person you say that to, they're going to be down for it. Yeah. I guarantee you, you'll find somebody. Right. Just, you can. Honest people are respectable people. Exactly. Yeah. You'll find somebody that's going to give you what you want. And, and, uh, and then number five. Oh, wow. Eee. What should a biological parent do if their child is disrespecting the step parent? Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you already know I've had <laughs> I've had this this happen. Um, the the child should definitely be t be talked to about this and and figure out why and what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, the the step parent should also um, be talked to and talk to the the child to let them know one um excellent why they're doing it let them know how why they shouldn't do it and right. let them know how it makes them feel right um so all all of those all of those things um because yeah, i needed to know you know wh what's the issue when you walk into 
anyone's house. Yeah. You speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Common sense. Yeah. Well, sense nowadays. We're going. Right. <laughs> and if you don't want to speak, you don't need to walk into the house. Right. I'm going to say, if you're going to be a dick, and stay your ass out. <laughs> right, right. you got to be, you know, if you don't want to speak, then you, you know, it's not just your, your father's house. He shares this house with someone else. And the situation is, it was not like, it's not like uh, it was previously where your father is the only one paying bills. Mm-hmm. So now... He has an actual partner, um, so it's different. The dynamics are completely different. So, I mean, it, it just it, my situation. It, it just took a lot of um, ex- explanation, um, a lot of getting used to for the kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, because I noticed these pawn shop ways of thinking that people have, you know, women pawning other women and adults pawning children, children pawning adults. It's like this whole auction block perspective that everyone has towards each other. Mm -hmm. That's that's why you have the Maury show. That's why you have the Super (laughs) show. judge masses because adults and you know even you got younger and older people just scrapped with each other taking each other to court you got these plaintiffs and defendants over money and salacious stories and they can't they don't handle it well with trained help so they blab it all to the world you know wow really Right. <laughs> and, and, uh, oh, so far you're doing well. Oh, um, thank you. You're welcome. Number six. When should or should all parents involve meet? Involve what? What is that? <laughs> when should or should all parents involved meet? Meet? Yeah, meet each other. Oh, when should they meet? Um, let's see. So, well, I can't. <laughs> my husband and my ex-husband and my oldest son's dad, they met, I guess they, there was no like real timing. They just met when, whenever, whenever the timing, whenever it just happened, they just, just happened to meet. And they all got, the, the three of them, they got along fine. They dapped each other up and or shook hands and everything was cordial. Because I don't allow drama. I'm a drama-free person, especially when my kids are involved. We don't do drama. My kind of person, so thank you. Yeah, because um, it it just gets it gets it gets in the way. 
of of things and I don't like my kids to see that type of stuff. It confuses things. Um, it's just messy. I don't like it. Wow. It's, you know, it's another, I heard of this incident of parents trying not to have their kids be with the other baby daddy or baby mama and then the step parents like no you can't come see her and she can't mm-hmm. yeah because that, oh because she in the, oh because she in the car you can't pick my daughter up and yeah all that stupid stuff I'm like that's just so ignorant that's like the, the dumb mentality that's mentality for dummies that's what that is that's what i call that that's the dummy mentality. <laughs> Eloquently stated, because you like, if I have a brain, I shouldn't be on dumb shit. <laughs> right. And, and, and this, I can I can see if if you have done a search on that person and they have um, molestation charges or or something like that, if they on a sex offender registry or or something crazy like that. I under I completely understand. Yeah. That is a okay. Yes, they're shit piles. <clears throat> but you cannot say um legally that your ex husband can't be with you know XYZ. I, what for what reason? Just because you're not with him anymore? Right. So, you know, right now, now, um, your kids can't be around, you know, whatever person <clears throat> right. that makes absolutely no sense. But there's so many people that do that, it, it's just it, it's crazy because it makes me think of how you got the comparison game. Does, does, does that mom look prettier than me, or um. And they'll get inappropriate with the kids. Uh, you know, have you ever walked in on them? Walked in on them? Or has your dad said anything about is the sex better with the stepmom than with me? Yes. I kid you not. I wish I didn't hear it, but I've heard these stories. Because, you know, people will just say things out in the open, no filter. Yeah. Well, you, you have the parents that that asked the questions about what what did you do at mom's house or what did you do at dad's house? Um, what did y'all talk about? You know, they give the kid the third degree about what happened. They want the whole rundown of everything. Well, does mom have a new boyfriend or does, you know, they ask the, the kids, <laughs> they drill them when they come home from the other parent's house. And, and, you know, it's so unfair for the kids. They just want to be kids. They don't know what's going on, so they tell right. everything. And then yeah. you end up having to tell your kids, don't you tell uh, mommy or daddy what, what happened over here. <laughs> yeah, because then you have parents who will lie to the kid about, well, how come you and daddy and you and mom aren't together anymore? And then they'll say, well, your, your mom is a bitch or, no, your mom's just hard-headed. Uh, you know, your dad's a, he's an he, 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 he's an asshole. He's just he just doesn't know how to treat a woman. That 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 stuff too. And then the whole um 
pretend that everything's going well at the home so the state or the foster parents and adoption won't come and take you from me because broken home scenarios you come home to men and or women there's people in out the home drugs alcohol the wild partying then in this last thing i heard of is just this sense of Stockholm syndrome that they tried to instill in the kids. So you got the first set of kids, Stockholm syndrome because of the mom, then Stockholm syndrome because of the dad. So they're all just duking it out with each other. <laughs> picking the mom as the favorite, picking the dad as the favorite. Well, mommy was horrible. Well, daddy was horrible. <gasps> Who'd you say about my so-and-so? Bam, bam. And that's why a lot of these kids are so messed up and they grow up into messed up adults and these messed up relationships. Yeah, and that just leads me to my last question. Should the couple attend therapy? If so, should the therapist be in the church or not? (laughs) Most definitely. I definitely believe, um, I'm a firm believer in therapy. Um, and a, a neutral, uh, uh, unrelated party to help you solve your differences or realize your differences or your similarities. Um, now, should they be in the church? Me personally, definitely not. Um, I try to keep um, religion out of it. Um, the church belongs at the church, not fair enough in your um, your your therapy. It, you know, and I know a lot of pastors they they um, study the therapy aspect of or the marriage and things like that, but it's it's different. Um, and I know what you should have God in your marriage. Yes, you should pray together. And, and I believe in that. But I personally would never go to my pastor to help me um, sort out affairs in my marriage. I just wouldn't do it. Um, I would go to and have we have gone to a therapist um, that specialized in marital counseling. Um, to help us it's the the it's just on a different level for me I don't want every session to be about God um, or what would God do or what would he say Um, I just don't don't want that we my first marriage, we um, did that in the beginning, a cut, like two sessions. I'm, I'm divorced. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> <not> <laughs> <experience>. Thank you. <laughs> so you see, uh, that didn't work. So my second marriage, we went to several sessions. I mean, we had to. It was a it was different type of scenario this was a blended family but we need mm-hmm. to learn each other's personalities i've been through a, quite a bit of things in my life and like i told you i am a piece of work 
to deal with. I'm a very strong personality. You know, I know how to take care of myself. Um, but I wanted to do this relationship right. I didn't want to bully my husband away. So, and he is a, a man, a real man. And so I didn't want to bump heads with him. Um, he is the head of the household and I had to learn to uh, allow him to lead and let him be the head of the household. And that was hard for me um, because I was used to running things. <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, I still kind of do, but <laughs> that strong personality, yeah. yeah, yeah, but you know, um, <clears throat> so therapy is most definitely needed. We waited though until, um, just a, maybe a month or two after we got married. Um, this marriage wasn't a big marriage. I wanted to go to the courthouse and that's what we did. Um, because I wanted to focus more on our marriage versus, you know, showing off for people. And right. I just don't believe in the big marriage and the big wedding anymore. Um, have people come and we feed mm. them and they don't bring shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they ain't bringing nothing. <laughs> So (laughs) I want to go to the courthouse, we get married, and we focus on this wedding and these kids. And that was it. And we are living happily ever after. And I'm glad that we did that instead. And he keeps saying, don't you want a wedding? Uh Uh-uh. And don't. (laughs) Not at all. So I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, well, I'll insert my personal opinion on it. With mm-hmm. some guests, I do. Some guests, I know it depends on how we're talking. But since we're having these kind of talks, like, I don't have a problem with tracking. To me, it makes sense because I have to know we're compatible before we actually do what we're trying to see if we're compatible or not. And I feel that way towards unmarried sex. Like, how do I know if we can function this way if we're planning on hopefully functioning like it's chemistry in that way? I'm just, I'm unconventional. I'm proud of it. And, you know, you know, the wedding thing, see, a lot of women are taught you got to have this, this, breakout phenomenal wedding it's got to be packed with people and you got to have so many like smiling faces especially the flower girl the you know what is it called the bridesmaids yeah Mm -hmm. but nowadays people more of i don't need a large crowd me you somebody trained performer you know marital vows and then we're going to take it from there. So I I, right. I think that's cool, your perspective. You know, weddings right. are cool, but I'm more like your perspective. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I did. both of us did had a big wedding our first go-round. So both of us have been married before. So, you know, I had that experience the first time, and so did he. But this, you know, this second go-round, we didn't want the big wedding. I didn't want to do that. Both of our first weddings ended up in divorce. So... <laughs> 
was like, oh, we must spend all that money this time. For what? You know, been there, done that. So we just wanted to focus on our marriage. And that's what we are doing. So, you know, he kept asking me if I wanted a, a, a wedding. I, no, no. And it's still to this day. No, maybe in 10 years, um, when we hit our 10 year anniversary. Maybe, but it's not going to be a big one. Definitely not. Because I, you know, I don't need to, I don't need everybody to see what I'm doing. I'm just not one of those people um, that needs an a big audience to show off for or anything like that. You give me, you know, a handful of my closest peep friends and family, and I'm I'm good with that. Maybe we can do something with that, but other than that, mm-mm. that makes sense. That I yeah, the simple life. I see you're yeah. a simple life kind of person. Me too. Yeah, but I think I mean everybody should possibly, if they can, experience. The, the nice wedding, the nice wedding if they choose to. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not a choice, but I really, what I really think is most important is focusing on your marriage. That's the most important thing right. is to focus on your marriage. There's nothing worse than you having this grand wedding and in a year get divorced. Now, I've seen and heard so many of those stories. It's absolutely ridiculous. They spend thousands of thousands of dollars and the marriage is so unfunctional and that's really sad right you know and they just did it to to have a big performance and that's not good and to fit into society's traditional you have to be married teaching right and um I always ask these questions at the end of interviews because I care for and about my guests. Number one, did you feel safe the whole interview? Yeah, yeah. Did you feel respected, honored, appreciated during the interview? Yes, Yes, definitely. Good. Any triggers violated? Any sensitivities dishonored? No, not at all. So, um, okay, my other question, um, favorite part of the interview? Favorite part of the interview? Oh, I enjoyed it all. Okay. I don't, I don't yeah, I don't know if I have a, a favorite. Anytime I get to talk about my family, you know, I enjoy my family. I love my family. <laughs> Uh, so, you know the least favorite part of the interview, then? No. Okay. Oh, now this is a big one. Your first impression of me. First impression of you. <laughs> your, your voice. <laughs> I wasn't expecting your voice to be like that. Be like what? Your voice is kind of scratchy. Uh, no, my, I have a medium voice. Uh, it's a little of high and low. So. Yeah. What what voice <laughs> were you expecting? If I knew, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't picture like any type of voice. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of my voice, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I didn't have a stereotypical masculine, as society would say it should be, I used to get clowned for it, um, for how I sounded. Naturally, I'm a soft-spoken, medium-sounding person. So naturally, I just don't have what they would call a base, whatever that means for them. Mm -hmm. And I even tried to change it, how I sounded, because I was trying to fit in. I was never a toxic masculine person. I was never shitty to women or girls or anything, but I was trying to fit into society's way of being. And I got to the point where I said, one, it's starting to mess with my vocal cords. I'm going to stop. I feel like I'm straining. And then two, I just decided I have to be me. Because I heard people say, you got a sing-song voice, you got a squeaky voice, and on and on and on. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be me. I have a soothing voice, and I'm going to mm -hmm. maintain it. It is. Your thoughts? It is soothing. Mm -hmm. It's very calm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so, um, I, oh, another thing I have to tell my guest this platform is woman friendly. Okay. And black woman friendly. Because there's okay. not a lot of platforms that go out of their way to have women believed and trusted and known and not just seen, heard, and oh, you're there. Mm -hmm. Plus, there's not a lot of girl and women empowerment. So my platform is helping the empowerment of girls and women. Oh, you're smiling. Go ahead. I am, I am big on woman empowerment. As a matter of fact, I wrote, I, so I have two books. So one is Blended to Perfection, and that's the one that's about the blended families and my journey from basically from like um, a, a almost like a toddler into my adult life and being married and my businesses, um, because I'm not just an author. I have um, a couple of businesses as well. But my second book, this is my second book. Dating made simple for women. How to ace the dating scene as a woman to have the man of your dreams to hold and to cherish. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do it. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So that that's my second um, book, and I'll eventually I have I'm I'm finished working on a children's book, and I'm I'm working on the illustration part of it now. Um, but I'm all about women empowerment, especially black women. Um, yeah. Like I was saying before, you know, we, we, we as black women, sometimes we just accept shit and we don't have to. We are beautiful. We are smart. Right. Um, we run our families most of the time. Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I was I was single for a minute by choice. You know, I didn't have a problem getting a man. Not at all. It, it was just that, <laughs> you know, if I wanted to go eat, you know, I could go eat, <laughs> you know, and didn't have to pay for it. Right. But 
it, it was just, I was tired of taking shit. And, you know, I just yeah. made a list one day of what type of man I wanted. And I stuck to my guns. My husband wasn't everything on that list, but he was just about everything that I wanted. And we, we as women, we just sometimes we settle just to have somebody mm-hmm. next to us. And we don't have to. Right. It, it, there's so many men out here to choose from, but you just choose from something, <laughs> whatever right. comes by and, and shows you some sort of attention. And most of the time it's the wrong attention. And you gotta stop that. And most of the time they, they end up bringing you down and slowing you down. That shouldn't happen. That is, it shouldn't happen at all. Right. And one reason why I created my podcast is to be about black woman empowerment. Women empowerment, yes, but black woman empowerment. Because I got tired of the, the disrespect and disrespect being typical. Like, we don't mm-hmm. say these words enough. And I say that every time I have a woman and black woman guest on my show. We need to say sisters more, mm-hmm. um, goddesses more, queens more, princesses more, and a word that a lot of people don't use an impress. Impresses more. All it means her queenliness. We don't emphasize that. All we emphasize is shorty got to be a 10. And, you know, I don't do dark. It's all about the red. All this bullshit. I can't take it. So I decided as a man, especially black men, my, I call it my ethical responsibility. I would promote the awesomeness of my sisters. Y'all can call me a sip. I don't care. <laughs> well, I appreciate and definitely applaud your effort. Um, definitely. Because um, we need it. Someone needs to finally, you know, lift us up um, more so. And we should really be lifting ourselves up because, um, you know, a lot of us are running household, running companies. Um, but again, we are accepting whatever comes our way, and we shouldn't. Yeah, remind me of that lady you said was Christian. Well, supposed to be Christian. She should have <laughs> tried to be your ally. Exactly. You would think the spirit of Jesus would move her to it, but she had a Jesus of her own making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who she was praying to. Right. It wasn't my Jesus. It definitely wasn't. Because, you know, I have never would ever say an ill thing, you know, towards her, especially, you know, to her children or anything. You, you just don't do that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not the way to right. bring another sister down like that. Now, I'm not going to say I haven't talked about nobody. I, I'm not going to sit up here and say that and act like I'm perfect. <laughs> I have. I'm exactly. We all, we all have. But, I mean, you you just, you don't 
do that with your, you know, your children around in that type of situation. You, you don't do that. Knowing your child has to go to that person's house and stay or eat or whatever the case may be, or they're the ones that's helping put the bill for your child's tuition. You, you don't do that. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so there, there's certain things that we do we we don't do. Um, and there is no reason why we should not have had a conversation in all of these years. Um, I don't like. Um. <laughs> I never understood, like, whatever happened between the man and the ex-wife, that's not a death sentence or a life sentence when it comes to you and him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they were at different times in their journey. And you're at your journey. It just happens to include him. But that's not a death right. or dismissal of the ex-wife. It's like, no, we're our own people. It's right. like you can have different friendships with different people. That doesn't mean you compare the friends. It just means... You have diverse temperaments, diverse values, diverse environments that help shape a person. It's like individuality, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't have to be BFFs, but we should have had some sisterly conversation. Well, like we're, we're going to be on the same page when it comes to respecting each other and mm-hmm how to go about kids and find healthy, and I repeat, healthy compromises. Right. I mean, overall, any last words? I mean... No, I just, I appreciate uh, you reaching out to me. I really enjoyed um, this time that I've spent with you. Um, Hopefully we can do it again soon. Yes, please let me. In fact, come on my show as fast as possible. Come back as fast as you can. <laughs> and so, are you? Where are you located? I'm in Texas. Uh, Houston. No, I, I'm right outside of Houston. I'm like, oh, maybe like 45 minutes outside. Of, well, I'm actually 15 minutes from the Houston line. I'm in Montgomery, Texas. Oh, I was going to establish it's going to be my go-to. Or San <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm not far. I'm not far. I'm in Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in D.C. Uh, okay, so I used to be um, in Upper Marlboro. I've just moved here in November. Oh, new job opportunity? No, actually, I work for myself. Um, so my husband... And I just uh, wanted a change. And we figured since this whole COVID thing was going on, um, we could really work from anywhere. Uh, And I'm looking at opening something new here in Texas. I'm working on that as we speak. Um, But I still have my businesses in Maryland. Okay, okay. Much respect to you and him. That's that's what's up. And you know, hopefully I can see y'all in person or you in person or however in person. And um 
any way I can, I can support you, I can. And um, I appreciate you and uh, thank you for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. Again, thank you so much for the invite. It was definitely a pleasure. Thank you. Keep, and we'll keep in touch. Okay. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye.